It's time for a new season of Inspire and Innovate, a podcast for educators. Last season, we zoomed into the word accountability, and we had really heavy-hitting conversations with faculty, administrators, students, parents, about what that word means in the context of schooling. They were great conversations, but it's time to lighten things up. So this season, we're going to the movies. We're watching television series and movies that show representations of youth and schooling and teaching. And we're gonna talk about how much these movies reflect the reality of what we experience and or how much they don't. This week, Abbott Elementary. I'm here talking with a few of my favorite lower school educators about the hit show Abbott Elementary. It's a show on ABC film documentary style, which makes it a quote mockumentary. It's in the same genre as The Office or Parks and Rec. But this show is set in a public school in Philadelphia where Janine, who is played by the show's creator, Quinta Brunson, she's beginning her career as a second grade teacher. Whether you as a listener have seen the show or have just been curious about it, our hope is to pique your interest and make some connections to elementary school as we understand it. But before I say any more, let's meet this exceptional group of people we have assembled here today. I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourselves and tell us what you teach and how long you've been teaching and where you've taught if you taught prior to St. Andrews. Okay, I'm Taylor Davis. I teach pre-K three at St. Andrews. I've been teaching about 17 years and I taught in Rankin County prior to coming to St. Andrews. I'm Anna Frame. I teach fourth grade. This is my 12th year at St. Andrews. And before St. Andrews, I taught for two years in JPS. I'm Meredith Bowler. I've been teaching for almost 10 years now, uh, two years at St. Andrews. Before coming to St. Andrews, I taught in Louisiana in the Bossier Parish School District. And I also taught in Madison County. And tell us what you're going to be doing next year, Meredith. Next year, I'm really excited. Um, I have big shoes to fill, but Chelsea Freeman, our current associate head of the lower school, is transitioning to the upper school, and I'm really excited to take on her position. I'm Michelle Portera. I teach first grade. This is my second year at St. Andrews. And prior to coming here, I taught in Madison County and Hines County and also in Memphis City Schools. And I'm Sarah Rabke. This is my first year at St. Andrews, and I am currently the permanent sub for the lower school, but I've subbed a few times in the middle and, up, and high school, the upper school. And I, most of my education experience has been at the college level uh, in Texas and Virginia, but I started subbing in um, some public high schools and middle schools in Virginia and then continued here. So this has been a new experience, but very fun, especially with watching Abbott Elementary. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to have Sarah as my fill-in assistant today, and um, I'm sure she saw a lot of things that were new since she has a high school background, and um, hopefully it was all good. I know that you did a great job, and we enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to everybody's perspective. We all come from different places. So ladies, Quinta Brunson finally figured out how to make a TV show that depicts the realities of a career in education. 
we've all probably had the thought that a day in the life of any one of us would make a really good reality show or documentary. But the problem of, I don't know, uh, privacy, children's privacy <laughs> is the problem to having that made. Cause I thought that was my million dollar idea that I was gonna <laughs> do a reality show. But Quinta figured out how to do it mockumentary style. And we know the show can take some liberties, but it embeds truth throughout all the storylines. We obviously teach in a more pri privileged setting. So while we certainly acknowledge that, ultimately kids are kids. And I wanna ask you all, which parts of the show made you feel seen? What do you relate to the most? Or who do you relate to the most? Just jump in. Okay. So much, <laughs> so much. What a, I think one of my favorite moments there <laughs> was when the janitor is wearing uh, somebody's scarf and he found it in the lost and found and she wanted her scarf back and he said, well, it, it hit the five-day expiration date <laughs> because my project this year has been the lost and found at the lower school. It makes me just... Um, really sad when I see the mountain of lost and found. So I love that they had a five day expiration date and um, our current expiration date is two months. So I loved that scene. I felt like, yes, this is real. You These feel are so real seen. Yes. <laughs> um, P.S. Anna, can you kind of make a special section for pieces that are over the expiration date? So People like me can shop can for their shop. kids. Yes. I think we need and a lot of If Anna knows you personally, she'll send you a photograph of the jacket your child has left. I'm telling you, <laughs> the level of service this year with the lost and found is through the roof. I appreciated that. That scene, though, it, it felt really real life to me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And don't you wonder, like, in the writer's room, who who's bringing these topics up and, like, you know, was someone a teacher just like yeah. us having this experience? That's it's a good such a universal question. thing. Yeah, I wonder that too. What inspired? I think from the get-go, what I loved about the show is the way it, it's filmed, almost like The Office, and you feel as if they're talking to you, and every time, you know, something happens, it's they look in the camera at you, and it really made me feel like, okay, we're experiencing the same thing. And there's so many things like The Lost and Found that stood out to me. And another was whenever Janine was sick. If y'all remember oh, the part yes. where Ava left her sandwich like in the windowsill <laughs> because she was trying to start the pyramid scheme and sell the eye mask. Yes. And I thought that was so terrible, but funny. And she was sick the next day and she couldn't get a sub. And Ava was basically like, you sound great, you know, come on in. And I can remember being in situations, you know, previously and even sometimes at St. Andrews, it is hard to find a substitute. But it was so funny to me because, you know, Ava covered the class and she was really struggling. And then the janitor, uh -huh. she sent him in as the substitute. And sometimes, you know, in schools, no matter where you are, there are times where, you know, those are things that we face almost on a daily basis. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, the point of that episode was you have to follow the routine yes. or things aren't going to go well. Exactly. Truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very true. Yeah. Well, and because it's filmed documentary style, like Janine's face, it brings me back to, you know, those first years when you're just hopping around. You're this eager new little teacher. I remember that um, 
for my, you know, back to school night, I wrote a note to my parents and then, and I gave it all to them about, you know, meet the teacher, whatever. And I remember showing it to my mom after, and my mom goes, Taylor, you told them you were a first year teacher. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cause I thought it was a good thing. And then I realized like at the end of the year, I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's probably not, you know, nobody wants, because you are, you're just, you're, you know, you're just trying to get by that first year. You're happy and ready to do anything, but you're also like, you know, just trying to keep your head above water. When Janine is counting, I can remember like years I've had where I count with my students thinking, what if they don't do what I said? Like a long time ago, what if I get to three and this has not happened? What am I going to do? And Janine just keeps on going. I love that. It's the, the sweet innocence, the yeah. naivety. Yes. Oh, so much of that. I uh-huh. felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of when I was a first year teacher, I was moving from Mobile to Memphis, sight unseen, just doing it, just being crazy, a crazy young person. I decided to move to the apartments that were next door to my school because it was an inner city school. And I thought, I have a heart for these kids. I'm going to change the world. And I don't care if it's unsafe. I'm going to move to these apartments because the apartments were actually nice. So I didn't think it could be that bad. And I had blocked this out until my memory was jarred by the show. Um, There were these fifth grade girls that lived in the same complex and they knocked on my door one day and they asked if they could use my computer because this was back in 2001 where, um, you know, you had like a big computer, but not a laptop and kids didn't have computers. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, so glad you asked. I invited them in and the computer was in my bedroom. We were just chatting. They used the computer they left. Y'all, the next week, I saw them wearing my jewelry. Oh, no. They stole my mom's wedding ring. Oh, my goodness. My class ring from Auburn. Some other jewelry that I had. And, I mean, I never got it back. I was scared to pick a fight because I didn't know what would happen. The school didn't want to get involved. So, um, yeah. I moved shortly after, but that was me being Janine Mm -hmm. and I learned real fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can relate to a lot of that, a lot of Taylor's point in the sub episode, especially being the substitute. Um, Since most of my, I've got like, I think seven years of teaching experience, but much older students and in Spanish. And so this year being in anywhere from pre-K three to fourth grade. And again, a few times, even at the upper school, uh, I've had to learn very quickly, been Janine in many occasions, where I'm like, I've seen everybody else ring this bell or count to three or say peanut butter jelly, <laughs> you know, and so I'm just going to try it and hope they do it. And it doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also from the sub episode made me laugh so much because it was right around the time um, that I started subbing a lot for St. Andrews. And it gets the substitute's perspective right as well, because the substitute comes in and if you've got a ton of notes, you're like, well, I can't read through all of these. I'm getting lost. I'm trying to manage the classroom at the same time. And then also um, just the things that maybe in Janine's uh, binder, they were written down. But in general, you usually don't write, write down every single detail of every single second of your day. And I remember subbing in um, a class this year where I, the date may have already been written on the door on the board for me, 
but the co-curricular wasn't and the lunch order of the day wasn't. And they came in and told me right away, where's, where's the lunch order? And why did, haven't you written art on the board for the day? And I said, well, why does it matter? I felt very much like Ava has that moment where she says, what do you need to know the date for? Like, you got a meeting to go to? Why is this important? And it's just part of that routine. I said, okay, okay, you got to tell me, you got to help me out. She didn't write in her notes. You have to write art on the board. But, you know, help me out and I'll, I'll try to get the routine as best as I can. But uh, that episode makes me just cra- crack up. Yes. <laughs> okay, so before we go any further, let's list the characters. So I'm going to say the character and y'all describe the characters for people that maybe haven't watched the show. Um, let's start with, we've talked about Janine a lot. Let's start with Melissa, the redhead. She's from she's, South Philly. Yeah, she's tough. Tough. Experienced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's Yeah, but she's lovable at the same time. And loving. Like, she's a likable mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. But I think of myself as a student, I would probably be scared to be in her class. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, she will do anything for her kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very resourceful. Her. Knows how to get what she needs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Her yeah. sister. She's really loving to her colleagues, mm-hmm. too. Like, to Janine, when she lets her come have a cooking lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't put up with uh-huh. anything, any nonsense. Um, fun fact, Sarah Clark, um, I think most of us know that she's from Philly. And she talked to me this morning and said that her supervising teacher was Quinta's mom's student at one time. And she showed me a picture. So I thought that was a good connection. And she also explained to me all those words that Melissa uses, like the South Philly slang. And if I remember correctly, I think one time Janine used the slang terms as sight words because she wanted to connect with the students. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, if you ever need to know what one of those words mean, just text me because I know what all that slang is, what it means. Good so yeah, we have a very okay. good resource in our librarian. <laughs> a C note. She should be. Talking about yeah, money. She should be yes. perfect for her. Uh, Let's talk about Gregory. I love when he looks in the camera and his eyes are all big and you feel like he's just looking at you. Yeah, he reminds me so much of who's the main character from The Office? Jim. Jim. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah, those yeah, looks yeah. at the camera when Ava's like being inappropriate with them. Like, are y'all getting this? <laughs> right. Can you believe these people? <laughs> oh, I just think he's hilarious and he's. Um, just okay he came in as a sub right he wants to be yes. principal came in as a sub and then i love the episode with his dad so his dad is a landscape person and tries to recruit him into the business and he realizes then that he really loves being in the classroom and also he was able to garden while being a teacher because yes. yeah. he was secretly tending the garden yes so great. I think that reluctance that turns into a really deep passion is is also how I would describe him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're oh. such a literature person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yes, she is getting her doctorate in Spanish literature. This tracks. <laughs> okay. This is a good time for me to bring up my clip from the show because you mentioned how Gregory um, was originally supposed to be the principal and then he became the sub so we'll talk about Ava next but this this um, clip is going to give us some things to talk about for sure maybe we can get 
new rugs. All I'm hearing is new, 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 need, need, need. And yet Barb, one of our best and most senior teachers here, she never complains. But it's your secret, Barb. Knowing there's not much you can do, Ava. So understanding. Be like Miss Howard, people. Oh, yeah. Hello? Gregory Eddy, I'm the sub for the teacher who uh, punted the student. Oh, you're the sub. Forgive me, I thought one of my colleagues here hired a stripper for me. I'm subbing here because I need a job until I can become principal. It's what I studied for. I actually interviewed here and got it, but then, I don't know, something happened. I go to the same church as the superintendent, called him cheating on his wife with the deaconess. I needed a job. Let's try an exercise. Y'all, the thing I love about Ava is her unfiltered mouth because she says all the things that people are thinking and also a lot of things that you would never think. Mm -hmm. But when you dig deeper, she, all the things that are a part of her that are negative or immoral, those are traits that she developed because when she was younger, she lived in a neighborhood kind of like what Abbott Elementary is in. There was um, an episode where she was teaching the kids about fundraising and she was having them mark up the prices of the candy so that they could make more money. And it was because that's what she learned when she was little and she was on the streets. So she's so edgy and so inappropriate, but underneath that there's heart and there's truth and insight into what it's like to grow up in a place like that. She's so great. She is. I mean, with the Halloween episode, when she's in there battling the children over the candy, do you remember that? She has like those scary contacts in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then let's see, I wrote my favorite Ava quote was, Pour, she's at the at the bar. She says, pour me something cheap so I can spit it out. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's just... And she, she knows how to make awesome. TikToks to <laughs> get more resources yes. for the school and say yeah. we need supplies. So we're not just going to make an Amazon list. We're going to make a TikTok and go viral. Yes. And she was talking about, like, which kids had hot dads. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that second grader that was supposed to be promoted and he wasn't because she was at Essence Festival and so she missed a whole bunch of paperwork that week. (laughs) (laughs) That child that was in Janine's class. And then there was one time when um, I want to say was it when there was a fire and she just bolted she just like went away and so Gregory assumed the principal (laughs) position. That was one thing where I was like that would never happen. I mean no never. And I don't see anybody just stepping up and saying, I'll be the principal. You know, that was one of the places they took liberties, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Can you- Ava makes me laugh harder than any other character. But I think uh, Ava, it's like they took all the stereotypes of the worst school leaders and play on that. You know, yeah. I think back to whenever she had to go in front of the school board and she was doing that slideshow and she was going through all the graphs and the charts and the data. And there was one that it was just some kind of graph and it had no words on it. And she just, <laughs> she looked at it and she was like, well, there's no words on this one, but it looks like it's going up. And so in a way, you know, she's oblivious, but like you said earlier, Michelle, you know, so much of it goes back to her childhood and you can almost take everything and spin it for good. Mm-hmm. And she just, I don't know, if for nothing else, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I'm laughing out loud, it's almost always at Ava or something she's involved in. Mm-hmm. You remember when 
um, Janine needed a new rug because a boy had peed on it, yes. which, hello, I can relate to that. I remember from kindergarten, somebody always peed on the rug every mm-hmm. year. And Janine asked and Ava said, well, just send an email. And then later on, Janine said, well, I sent an email. And she said, who told you to send an email? <laughs> That's how that happens. And you're like, you did. And then finally, when the school got the money, Janine used it to buy rims for the school bus. <laughs> Not Janine. Not Janine. Ava. 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 And she be- she got that big sign. Yeah. Yes, with, that with her on it. reminded me of something in real life. Um, maybe just I, too, related to that. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh-uh. You've started. You've got to finish. Well, I just think I, too... Are you following uh-huh. me? Like how I like you know just when you get things that you don't necessarily need mm-hmm. or um, wish for. Yes, that maybe you would have gotten something else that you felt you good. needed more. Yes, yes. You get to use your own <laughs> discretion sometimes. I was like, oh yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> what about Barbara? Oh, I love Barbara. I love Barbara. She's so good at everything. She reminds me so much of some of the, like, veteran teachers Mm -hmm. when I first started. Mm -hmm. Very old school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kids respect her. They do well. The other teachers look up to her as a mentor. And she never lets them see her sweat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the teacher right next to me in kindergarten I remember her so vividly. She had this pretty blonde hair. She'd been teaching about 30 years probably. And I remember she would whisper to her kids. Like, she talked like this. Okay, boys and girls. And I remember thinking, I don't want to be like that. I want to, that's just not me. But I wanted so much. And I remember trying to be like, okay, boys and girls. But it's just not. (laughs) And I can't talk like that. (laughs) But I wish so much to be like that. Well, I love that guy. Barbara gets me thinking about the mentor program and how glad I am that we have the mentor program. Because uh, when Janine kind of looks up to her as a mentor and she says, I will give you one hour a month. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's some great quote. I, I just got so tickled by that when she said, Office hour. She yes. says office hours, and she says <laughs> office hour. <laughs> Janine so badly wants to, you know, connect with her. And I remember at one point she calls her mom on accident. <laughs> Which we get a lot in early childhood. We do, do, do. <laughs> mom. I love it when that happens. By the way, I think there was one episode where Barbara said, um, she was talking about how we refuse to burn out because these kids need us. Mm-hmm. And she said, we have to be all things to these kids. First parent, second parent, social worker, teacher, nurse. And I just wanted to stand up and say, hallelujah. Cause mm-hmm. yes, we know that. And um, she does it. And then she doesn't let on that it stresses her out at all. But there was that one episode where her husband was having health problems and she set the school on fire because she wasn't paying attention to her candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that like killed her to admit that it was her. What about Jacob? Oh, I, I love him because he is like the quintessential 
NPR, like, oh my <laughs> goodness. He's a little bit about like kind of, not in all the ways. He's but like me? Why no, like a- me? I'm about <laughs> Andy and like the way his thought, not like, you know, not like he's like Jacob, but he has all these. Kind of, do you know what I mean? <laughs> he reminds you of my husband. Well, the way he's like such a fighter for like. <laughs> like good causes and like he loves NPR and podcasts. There's nothing wrong with all of that. Right? No. Okay. It's a good thing. Scratch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really was here. thinking like, um, Jacob's a pretty cool guy. Like I could hang out with him. He, but his fault, I think, is he's trying to be like hip and cool. And like he read that book, White Fragility. And so he thinks he has to like, make a statement every time he has a chance. I yes. really love him for that reason. Coming from um, like a pretty progressive area in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I just know a lot of people who are like that, who are very excited about that. And it's so funny to see all the good things he does, but then also when he takes it too far mm-hmm. and how they just make light of it. Like they know he's coming from a good place and he's trying and they're like, that's not it. We can try again yeah. in a better way, but thanks for your effort. And sometimes they're like, not now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it teacher core or like Teach for America Where references? And they're like, not again. <laughs> Don't say you went to Africa <laughs> one time. <laughs> um, what about Mr. Johnson? We've talked a little bit about him, but uh, right here, shout out to Greg Bouillon because I think Mr. Johnson embodies a lot of. I don't know, building managers everywhere. They do everything. And more than that, they know everything that's going on at any given time. You can ask them a question and they know the answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you come to school and your tire's flat, they'll help you with your tire. I mean, they Mm -hmm. literally do everything and they don't say no. And no matter how stressful it is, they're always there with a smile and um, they know the kids and they get, they get to know them and, I don't know. I just have such appreciation for all the Mr. Johnsons out there. For I sure. love the story too about how he talks about the lizard people that live under yes. the Air Force. I was <laughs> going to say, I thought Greg doesn't have quite as many conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is maybe one of my favorite. I mean, he may be my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Just when, remember when he's shaking his keys, going, Shane, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just love that. And that kid so that much. dresses up out of him as yeah, Halloween. Yeah. So cute. The biggest compliment to him ever. Someone mm-hmm. dressing up as him. So sweet. Okay, how about the bathroom situation where the bathrooms aren't working? There's only one that works and it's in Barbara's classroom. I know we can't relate to that at all. <laughs> or water issues, right? Water problems, yeah. water pressure. <laughs> That felt so real. I was like, are I they mean, really yeah. talking about this? Have they been paying attention to Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah, that was so spot true. on. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, that was one of the first weeks that I started working here was when it was weird at the at the ECC, water pressure was fine, but at the lower, at the elementary part building, just everywhere, none of the toilets worked. We were trying to flush them like eight times during after school care. We were all panicked, and luckily they bought it. They brought in the 
the porta potties, but and just being like, where am I and why is this happening? <laughs> what world is this? Mm-hmm. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> Jesus knew that the three year olds could not do the porta potties. <laughs> like I cannot I can just imagine some of my three year olds going in there and crying. Oh, it would have just been <laughs> a mess. And falling in. Yeah. It would have been a mess. I mean, even times where we've had to take our whole class to the Discovery Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was that last year? Or, I mean, that, I was just like, this is just like our life, this episode yes. right here. We know this well. Yes, we do. That was this year. I can remember even some of my second graders coming out and, you know, feigning their nose, <laughs> gagging, holding their breath. But I didn't blame them. I didn't want to go in either. <laughs> and I think, too, it started with just a couple of toilets. I remember in after school care, there was a couple of toilets that stopped working and we started moving to the next one and that one would stop and we went to the next mm-hmm. one, which is just the That's same how as the episode. Yep. Yep. Um, I know that we're kind of running low on time now, but we have to talk about Janine and Gregory and their relationship. It's very Ross and Rachel. How do you think it's going to end up? I don't know where it leads off, so I don't want to. I can tell you there was an episode last night, and they kissed. Like, for real, for real. But they were both denying it afterwards. Like, we will never speak of this again. Mm-hmm. Were they out, like, at a conference? They were at, at a, a conference. conference. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, i got to watch that episode. I know, because the preview that. looked hilarious. Mm-hmm. Conferences are always fun. I oh, do yeah. love a conference. Stuff happens. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. But I know Quinta Brunson said that she doesn't want it to be, like, predictable and doesn't want to write them like a Ross and a Rachel. So it'll be interesting to see what she does with them and if they do end up together. Ooh, and if mm-hmm. he becomes principal. Right. That would complicate things. That would complicate yeah. Her superior. Yes. yes. Didn't think about I'm going to go ahead and call that. That's Is that what's going to happen? Maybe they'll end up together before he becomes her principal, and then I think that would be fine. I want them to end up together. They have like, to, have a right? friendship, and it's, like, just been this ongoing thing. I want them, I want them to be together. Completely. Well, and I think it could still be funny. Like, you know how sometimes yeah. when people get together on shows, you're like, well, where's the, you know, it's the back the and ending. forth. But, mm-hmm. like, I think because she's so funny and, you know, brings so much light to the show, I think it could be, and they're so yin and yang <laughs> that I think it could still be cute as a relationship. Maybe Tariq will come back and cause some drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tariq. And Frame, you get all the glory if they end up together. Yes. Yes. Let's see. Anything else that y'all want to talk about before we have to wrap this up? I do want to talk about some of the things that are not real life. Tell us. Like the <laughs> lunch break. Oh, so bizarre. Yes. What is Who that? is watching and the children? they have a real teacher lounge. When like first yes, grade, second grade, real. third grade, and sixth grade. I don't even know what Jacob teaches, uh-uh. but they all have the same lunch break and they're all in there together. All uh-huh. the time. And they can go get a manicure in the middle right. of the day. And they go eat at a restaurant. And they go the eat at restaurants. Yeah. That's TV magic. That it really is. is. That we'll forgive them for that. Maybe we could have, you know, teacher wellness. I think lessons that learned. Meredith Bowler, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, if this was a real documentary, the kids would be all up in the camera all the time. They'd be doing TikTok oh, dances. Yeah. They'd be, you know, fighting to be seen. And on the show, they're just walking down the hall like little angels. Mm-hmm. 
But other than that, I could not pick out anything else that was Mm. impossible. It's so good. And if you haven't watched this show, I highly recommend you watch it on Hulu or look up some episodes on YouTube. There's some really good um, highlight videos on YouTube. If you just look up Ava and her quotes, (laughs) you will be rolling on the floor. A lot of her quotes had profanity in them when I started researching, and some of those are the best ones, but I thought I would just let those be for today's purposes. Um, Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. You were so much fun to talk with. Thanks for your insight and your stories. And um, we will see you on our next episode as we dive into how education is portrayed in the media, in movies, music, shows. And thank you very much.